Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Thank you all for joining me today. I am very, very pleased that everyone is here with me today for a brand new show, uh, especially this show. Um, I don't know if you, you caught last week's show with uh, my dear friend, Laura Rubenstein, who's been helping me uh, put my book together. Um, but uh, we kind of talked about it a bit. I'm going to talk about uh, putting uh, about the, the journey of creating this book uh, a little bit more with you today. Um, so I hope you will enjoy it. It's just me and you today, which means you guys get to ask the questions. You get to uh, decide what I talk about. So I'm keeping an eye on the Facebook Live. Hi, William, loyal listener. Thank you for, for tuning in today. Um, let me know what's on your minds. But first, of course, what do we have? Uh, how could we not have our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham to kick us off? So let's get started with our quotes from the universe. Happily ever after, I'm happy to tell you, begins with happily in more than more ways than one. So the next time a loved one sets out to find it, maybe have them consider that the trail may turn frosty if it's not set out upon happily. Tally-ho, the universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. By the way, he just came out with a new book uh, uh, with like 600 of his quotes. That's like a phenomenal book. So highly recommend it. Uh, what is he talking about here in this quote? Happily ever after. It starts out with happily. We're... We have a tendency, all of us, myself included, I really, I really want you all to know I am the pot calling the kettle black. I'm as guilty of these things as anybody else. We have a tendency to put conditions upon our happiness. We have a tendency to say, Oh, well, when I achieve this, when I do this, when that happens, when this happens, then I'm going to be happy. And the challenge with that is, if we're not happy first, as we're working towards whatever it is that we're working towards, it actually won't go as well as when we do it happily. we get to bring more joyful, happy, uplifting, empowering experiences into our life when we start off with the premise that it's okay to be happy, that we can be happy regardless of our external circumstances, that when we truly understand that life happens for us, not to us. That then even in the most difficult of situations, we can find a way to be happy. Now, does this mean that things are going to feel great all the time? Not necessarily. No. And that's okay. 
We're human beings. The question is, in which direction are we leaning? What is our inclination? Where do we naturally flow when we're not paying attention? And what this quote is saying is that the more we lean in the direction of happiness, joyfulness, feeling uplifted and incredibly grateful, that the journey itself will have a happier, more joyful quality to it. Does that mean it's going to be perfect? Of course not. But it does mean we'll experience more of what we want to experience. And indeed, what we naturally experience when we allow ourselves to just be in it. And so the next time we happen to be around somebody and they're like, man, I, man, when, when I get that raise, when, when things open back up, when, when the businesses, when things quote unquote, go back to normal, I'm going to be so happy. You know what? How about if we can be so happy that we have whatever time we have to enjoy, that we have the experiences that we have. How about we just be happy and grateful that we're alive, that we can take a breath? If anything, this whole situation for the last, uh, how long now, like seven, eight months has shown us that there's a lot to be grateful for in our breath. So let's be grateful for every moment we're able to take. Ah, a nice deep breath. All right. That's a wonderful quote from the universe. Let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. That's why so many of us teach meditation. Because when you stop thought, you stop resistant thought. When you stop resistant thought, then you let it in. That's why we teach appreciation, because when you're in appreciation, you are not in the mode of resistance and you are letting it in, Abraham. And what's the it Abraham is talking about that we're letting in? Joy, happiness, the vortex. Again, two very much aligned quotes of the day. So why is meditation so important? Why is just stopping and going inside and just following the breath? Why does that serve us so well? It serves us so well because when we're just peaceful and calm, we're focused on this act of breath the mind is not actively engaged. And when the mind is not actively engaged, now again, you know, meditation, you can be having lots and lots of thoughts when you're meditating. Absolutely. But the practice of meditation moves us in that direction where we start to engage the mind. We allow it to chitter, chatter, thoughts come, thoughts go. We stop holding on to them. And then suddenly, when we're not 
thinking about all these million and one things to do, when we find that internal peace, then we drop our resistance to feeling good. Then we drop our resistance to joy and happiness. And when we drop the resistance, it naturally flows to us. It absolutely does. And that's also why gratitude and appreciation is so important. Because when we're in gratitude and appreciation, there's not much resistance there. And when we're not resistant, we can allow that great, wonderful stuff to come into our life. And, and this is something I think we, we, we have a tendency to just have a little bit of a hard time with because we think that, oh, I want to feel good. I want to feel this. I want to feel wonderful. What do you mean, you know, I'm resisting it? No, I'm not resisting it. I want it. I want it. I want it. But if we're truthful with ourselves and we're really present to what's going on internally up here, there's some doubts. There's some negative thoughts that say to us, oh, maybe I don't deserve it. Maybe it's not going to last that long. Maybe, maybe something's going to happen. Oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get evicted. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, whatever. There are so many resistant thoughts. And I'm not saying that there aren't reasons to be concerned. It's really about understanding the energetic component to our life and how what we feel, what we focus on, what we think about either puts us in a place of allowing or resisting. And the more we move into the side of allowing through being joyful for no good reason, through being happy for no good reason, through being, through through being in gratitude for no good reason. The more we move into that position, the more we're going to attract joyful, amazing, abundant energies, people, situations to us. Is it going to happen right away in an instant? Probably not. That's why all these things are practices. Like Sanaya says on the Facebook Live, the daily gratitude journal works wonders. Absolutely. Did it work wonders the first day, Sanaya? Probably not. Maybe not even the first week. But I can almost guarantee you by the end of the first month, things started to improve. Same thing with meditation. The first time you sit down to meditate, and you're trying to pay attention to your breath and your mind's running at a million miles an hour, it doesn't feel like we're getting very far. The second day, hmm, maybe slightly teeny, teeny, weensy, a little bit better, but not much. 
By the end of the week, mm, yeah, maybe a little bit of improvement. Second week, third week, fourth week, hmm, what do you know? End of the first month. Wow, I like could get used to this stuff. Then see what happens after six months, a year, five years, 10 years. These practices are all about training our physical body, our energetic bodies, our spiritual bodies, our physiology, our, our nervous system. It's about training it into, into the direction we want to go. And it doesn't happen overnight. Come on. You go to the gym. You start lifting weights. You start working out. You're not going to do great the first time. It's okay. It's okay. Don't be so hard on ourselves. It's accepted. Yeah. William on the Facebook Live says, practice and more practice. Exactly. Practice and more practice. Because as we practice over and over and over again, we develop what, what people call muscle memory, right? You keep doing the same action over and over again. Your muscle remembers it. You don't have to consciously think about it. Well, the more we train our nervous system through meditation, through joy, through appreciation, through gratitude, through all these practices of even just saying to ourselves over and over again, life happens for us, not to us. By reading quotes like these every day, we're training our, our physiological, electric, electromagnetic, and energetic nervous system to, 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 to embody these kinds of attitudes and perspectives and, and understandings that they naturally over time become a part of us. I've been doing stuff like this for mm, closing in on 15 years, I think. Am I much better now than I was back then? Absolutely. Will I get even better? Come check me out in another 15 years and boy, <laughs> things will really be rocking. All right. So two, wonderful, amazing, beautiful. And apropos quotes of the day from Mike Dooley in the universe and from Abraham. I hope you enjoyed them. I love them because they're all about happiness. And today the guest is just you and me. So this is going to be a very happy, joyful uh, show today. So we're going to take a quick break. Ooh, yes. And Kim O'Neill. Oh, thanks for joining me, Kim. So appreciate you here on the Facebook Live. Yeah, yes. Embody is the word. All right. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to start talking about my soon to be released book, Everyday Awakening. You are more powerful than you know. I, I'm it, it, it hasn't even come out yet. And I'm already feeling so joyful and amazing about this book. And I'm going to explain to you exactly why when we come back, I'm going to read you some sections from the book. Probably I'm going to, I don't know. We'll see where it goes. You guys tell me, you know, what you want to know, what you want to hear about the book, but I'm going to start off with just the journey. Where did the idea come from? Um, how did it develop? 
and uh, where it's going to take us to. Okay. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern time right here on talkradio.nyc and all over Facebook Live. And we will be right back after this. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you listeners looking to boost your business. Why not advertise on Talk Radio NYC with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply send us a message on our website, talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I really want to give a shout out to Kim O'Neill because I was just interviewed on her show before I did my show. And I see she's listening on the Facebook Live. So I really want you to check it out. I shared it on my Facebook page. It'll be up on iTunes and other places. Um, uh, but uh, uh, Kim, if put in the, the, the link into the comment section so people can see it, because it was a wonderful interview. I really appreciate it. Okay. So we're talking about my upcoming book that launches on November 17th. Uh, you can, uh, it's already listed on Amazon, but I'm kind of asking people to wait and I want everybody to go and buy it and, and like rush out to get it on the 17th itself because I believe we have an amazing, wonderful chance to actually become a number one international bestseller. That's my intention. I'm putting it out there. And if we all do it on the 17th because Amazon looks at, you know, uh, uh, sales within a certain number of hours, certain number of days. We, if everything happens on the 17th, boom, it's going to skyrocket. So please do that. And then afterwards, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're going to keep shouting it out and doing stuff. So let me, let me tell you a little bit about the journey for this book. Now, now this book was actually not originally 
plan to be my first book. It was actually my idea for it was actually to be my second book. My first book was supposed to be a, a book where I was working with a woman to take a bunch of my shows, take like 13 different episodes where I spoke about different topics. And it was really designed to, um, to kind of bring together a lot of my ideas and thoughts and to be a, a body of work, a, 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 a physical manifestation of my body of work. So it was to take those uh, 13 episodes that I've done over the last four or five years that were just me, like this show, no guest, transcribe them um, and take those transcripts and turn them into a book. And so I worked out a deal with this woman and she got a ghostwriter for me and we had the trans, she, she got the transcribe and the ghostwriter was going to take the transcripts and we talked about it, what I was looking to do. And she was going to turn it into a story, into a book. And just, just getting the transcripts gone, deciding on what to do. I had several phone calls with the ghostwriter. I, I, I really kind of liked her and, and felt like, you know, she would be good. I mean, be a little different. Wasn't quite what she was used to, but, but she was used to, to writing stories that were memoirs, you know? So she really like would, would take a story and, and, and make it about the person. So I thought she would be good to do that. Then I didn't hear anything. And this is, we're already several months into the project. Didn't hear anything, didn't hear anything, didn't hear anything. I'm waiting to get the first draft. I'm waiting to get just something that I can look at, that I can give some feedback on. Nothing. Silence. Crickets, as they say. Kept saying, hey, what's going on? What's going on? And contacted my friend who was managing the whole thing. Didn't, didn't, oh, I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you. This went on for a few weeks. And then came that email that said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. The woman who, the ghostwriter was in a bad car accident when she was up visiting her family. She's in the hospital. She's in no condition to do anything. And I was heartbroken. I was like, oh my God, I really liked her. She, she, she wasn't a young woman. So I knew that would be a serious thing. And I was like, okay, let me know what's going on. Let me know what's happening. Didn't hear anything for a couple of weeks. Contacted her again. What's going on? Can you at least get the drafts? Can you get any of the, the stuff that she worked on? Oh, I can't. And it went back and forth. And after about two, three months, both my friend and I decided, look, this isn't working. And I pulled the plug on that project. Um, she sent me the transcripts. But you know, now between figuring out what I wanted to do, talking to her about it, working out, uh, work, working out the, the details and everything. Um, it, it really set me back about six, nine months. And now it's, uh, uh, October, November of 2019. And I was like, I really want to come out. I don't know why. I just, I had this feeling I need to come out with a book. And then 2020 comes. And so my original idea, my first book was going to be, you know, work based on the transcripts of my show. And then my second book, this book is my blog post was going to be taking, you know, my blog that I've been writing for the last five years and, and organizing it and pulling it together 
And so I kind of felt after what happened with the Ghost Rider and everything that, okay, I think life is trying to tell me that I need to be the one going through the transcripts, that, that I really shouldn't have someone else writing it. I can have an editor, but I need to be the one going through and that maybe when I'm taking what's in here and I, I'm, I'm turning it into something more readable, probably new information will come through. I might even have a different perspective on some of the things that are in there. So I was like, okay, I need to go through those. That's going to take me some time. And I was like, I really want to come out with something in 2020. So, so, okay, well, my blogs I already have written. So maybe I should do that one first because now I'd gotten delayed and, and, and it's all already written. So maybe it'll be better or easier if I take the blogs, put them together and, and edit them and create the book from that. And that will take less time than me going through and going through the transcripts. So I'm like, okay, let's do that. How do I do this? I, 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 you know, I've never put together a full length book, let alone edited it. And I've been doing writing these blogs and I know some of the blogs were good. Some of them weren't so good. I, I worked with my website guy and we were able to export all the, the posts from the website. So, so I had all the information, but I've been writing these over four or five years. I know some were better. Other, others were not as good. And I knew I needed an, an outside pair of eyes to look at this with me and to work with me on it to really help me to decide because, you know, when you're writing it, it's like, they're all your little children and, and they're all, uh, you know, special to you. So you kind of need someone else to say, you know what, this one, yeah, I think you need to rewrite that one. That one's not quite as good. The other one, oh yeah, that one's good. This one, nah, this one, yes. Uh, you know, just, just to, to give you a different perspective. And so I, I reached out to someone uh, because when I had my original idea of, of doing the transcripts and working with someone, I'd, I'd gotten a couple of different quotes. I didn't just my friend, but I had some quotes from other people about how much it would cost and how I didn't, I didn't have a lot of money to put into the project. So there were people who, um, you know, were good, but, but it was a little bit, a little bit expensive for me, a little bit much for what, what I wanted to put into it. But I went back to, to some of those same people, in particular, my friend, Laura Rubenstein, who was on my show last week, which we were talking about sharing your message through writing. And I asked, I said, okay, instead of taking the transcripts and stuff, how about I have the blogs, they're already written. I just need an editor to help me with putting it all together and stuff. She's like, okay, let me, let me research it. I'll come back and I'll give you a quote for the whole thing and then different pieces of it. And she came back and gave me a price. And I was like, okay, this is something I can work with. This is something I can uh, uh, deal with. And, and she broke out different things. And then there's the marketing that was separate from it. So it, it, it believe me, it, it costs some money. You know, if you want to do a professional job on anything, a book is like anything else. You want to build a piece of software. You need to hire good programmers. You, you, you want to do anything of value. You, you know, it usually costs. You can do things on your own, but unless you're already trained and you're an expert in that area, not going to be quite as good as when you work with somebody else. 
So I worked with Laura. We agreed on a price. We agreed on what components we're going to include. And then she connected me with my editor, Stephanie. And I think we're going to take a quick break now. And when we come back, I'm going to talk about what it was like to work with Stephanie and the whole process of just taking this, this raw bulk of writing that I've done and putting it together to come up with sort of this finished product and, and including the, the book cover design, uh, what's inside. And, and I'll even give you guys some insight just on the whole launch campaign and the marketing of it so that this could be you know, valuable for you. Um, and I see, oh, my dear friend Shweta on the Facebook Live says, communication rhythms have been wild. Yes, Shweta, absolutely. The, the, the communicating uh, back and forth. Sometimes you think like you're really in touch with people and other times it's like, where'd they go? But that's just the way life is these days. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break. Please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. This, My guest this hour is you, my loyal listeners. So please ask questions. How many people out there? I would love to know of the people listening on the Facebook Live. Just comment in there. Let me know. Have you ever thought about writing a book? What about writing a book scares you? What about writing a book would you like to know? You know, I would love to share my experience. Let me know what, what you would like to hear about, to learn more of. I'm going to get into the, the next part of the journey, uh, which is the, actually working with the editor and putting it together right after these messages. Please stay tuned. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you a curious person, always asking questions? Do you desire to be in the know? Then join me, Antonia, host of So Now You Know, Thursdays at 5 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. Listen in as I attempt to satisfy that curiosity. I will be talking with amazing everyday people. Join the fun. So Now You Know on Thursdays at 5 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day.
And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Thank you all for staying with me. I'm so glad that uh, you're all here today uh, with me. I'm talking about my upcoming book, Everyday Awakening, and sort of the journey uh, that I went through in doing this. And, and the book comes out uh, November 17th. I, I would love you all to just wait until November 17th and then go and order it on Amazon. It will be, uh, it's available in Kindle and paperback. And uh, I really think we'll have a, a, a big launch, and I'll explain why later on in the show. So I'm talking about my journey. Uh, so I contacted my friend, Laura. She put me in touch with this woman, Stephanie. And one of the things I think that's just so funny about life my friend Laura lives in San Diego. You know, she she works in California, but she like is a matchmaker. She, you know, she she connects people to the right people to come together to, uh, uh, you know, provide services. And she matched me up with this woman Stephanie, who is an editor here in New York City. Not just in New York City, but she's on the Upper West Side. Like she's not even that far from me. Um, so it, it was wonderful to to work with Stephanie. And I know everybody has a different personality and sometimes you don't always get along with people, but I really enjoyed working with Stephanie. She was very good. She she could be a little blunt, a little abrupt, but but for me, it, it was perfect. And so we started going through these blogs and I had close to 300 blog posts to go through. And, and, and she said to me, you know, we really have to trim this down because this will be a 800 page book. I was like, really? I, I, I like, I was thinking it was going to be like one page per blog. And so we started going through and first uh, she helped me with making sure the title of the book matched sort of the con the title of the section or of the blog post matched the content and then sort of tightening it up because when you write for a blog, the way I write, I have a particular style, but it's not necessarily a good reading style for a book. And so she would tighten it up and pull lines together and 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 correct grammar and certain things. And I'd she she'd send me back a a whole bunch of posts and and I'd look at it and see what corrections she'd made and I'd approve them or I'd change it a little bit. And so there was this real back and forth between the two of us. I really enjoyed it. I don't know. There was something about that process of like collaborating with someone on it and, and feeling like there's somebody else on your side that I really enjoyed. And, and I found myself through the process and I had a lot of other things going on. Now I, I had made the decision to do this. Like I went, got back to Laura and said, okay, let's do this right after the lockdown happened. When, when uh, the, the end of March of 2020, when they came out with the lockdown order and said, okay, New York city office is closed. And, and both my wife and I moved from the office to home and set things up, got a new computer and, and pivoted and moved the radio station online and, 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 you know, virtual. And, and so there was a lot going on. There was a lot to deal with at the time. But somehow something inside of me said that, you know, people are really going to need this kind of support, that people are really going to want to uh, have a book like this to give them different ideas, different perspectives. They're going to have a lot of challenges to deal with. So let's get it out. Let, let, let's, let's move it out. I'm like, okay. So even though, you know, I wasn't sure, you know, I didn't know how business was going to go. I didn't know how things were going to work with the lockdown. I didn't know there was a lot of unknowns, but we were, I felt we were okay. 
I talked with my wife and said, okay, I, I, I made the agreement with Laura and, and, and put my money down and started working on it. Not really knowing. I mean, just out of pure faith. I just said, no, this has to happen. I believe it can happen. And I made the decision and I'm so, so glad that I did. Because I found myself in the midst of all the chaos, in the midst of, you know, last winter. I mean, we basically, I worked together with, with my editor from April up until probably about the middle of August, I would say. I mean, we still, not, not that we didn't do anything, but like the, the, the final manuscript was done probably about the middle of August. And I found that whenever... I had a phone call with her whenever the, 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 the time I had to work on it, I enjoyed the process so much. And it was like, after, after like two or three months, I said to my wife, I'm like, oh, I love this so much. I want to do another book after this. And she's like, let's just work on this one for a while. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Just this one for this year. And it really gave me a lot of joy. It, it really gave me a lot of happiness just to work on it. And so f- first we had to figure out, how am I going to organize this? Uh, and, 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 you know, we started sort of saying, look, 300 blog posts, way too much. How am I going to organize? And I was trying to figure out what would be a good way to divide this up because it was so much and I really wasn't clear. And I thought, okay, you know, let, let, let's deal with primary energies of the chakras, right? We have the root chakra, the solar plexus, uh, the root chakra, the sacral chakra, the solar plexus chakra, the heart chakra, throat chakra, third eye chakra, and crown chakra, seven energies. And I kind of felt also, you know me, I like numbers and stuff, either seven or 12. I talk with Stephanie, should it be seven or should it be 12? And she's like, yeah, seven's a good number. Okay. Seven chakras. So then it's looking at, and, and again, I didn't write the blog post this way. So it was more finding a way of how do I fit the blogs into these seven chapters? So I had to look at what is really the energy behind the chakras? What was the, 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 the essence of them? Not necessarily exactly, but, but roughly, generally. And so, you know, root chakra is all about our foundation and, and survival and, 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 and making money and things like that. Okay. Foundation, sacrals, creativity and growth, solar plexus, organization, personal will, uh, heart chakra is, is about emotions, uh, relationships, community, other people, throat chakra is about speaking our truth and our words, which also is our vibration, right? What, what comes out of our mouth has a vibration to it. Third eye chakra is about vision and seeing. Crown chakra is about inspiration, our connection to everything else, the divine, the world around us, even contribution in a way. And so then we started sifting and sorting and pulling different blog posts into different chapters. And... uh and so as we're doing this, we found like certain chapters had a lot more blog posts and certain chapters had a few less. So it's like, okay, so how many blogs are we going to have per chapter? And again, being a numbers guy, 18, which is the, the uh, in, in Jewish tradition, chai, which is the Hebrew word for life, the letters translate into 18. 
one and eight is nine, which is a, a number of completion. So 18 per chapter, seven chapters, 126, less than half of my blog posts. So I would say pretty easily we got rid of maybe a third of, the blog, no, a quarter of the blog posts, but then we still had a lot. And she said, look, you know, all these blog posts, this is like you know, 300, 400 pages. I was like, okay. And we had to whittle it down to like less than half. And it was like, okay, here are two blogs, kind of the same thing. Which one's better? Take this one. Okay. What about that? And it was really, it could have been a very difficult process, but not for me. I was being very fluid, very present and being very open to it. So I just kind of let things go. I thought, no, this one's really good, but maybe it's just not right for this chapter. Let's move it to a different chapter. And so it really took a while, you know, tightening it up and doing all this stuff, but it took a while just to get that organization down. And then once we decided, okay, here are the 18 for this chapter, 18 for that chapter, 18 for that chapter, then it was like, okay, what comes first? What comes second? What comes last? And so that whole process was, was definitely a learning experience. Um, I see Pat, uh, my, my dear friend from across the pond in the UK, saying she loves that structure. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Pat. And then as we're doing all that, then I have to start thinking about the marketing for the book. I have to start thinking about, okay, I'm putting this together. Oh, and the cover design. So I want you to know we, we went through a lot of images of, of what would take for the cover. And I don't know how well you can see it on the Facebook Live. But you see, like, it's a valley in between a couple of mountains, got the sky, the sun, and a little stream running through it. And I thought, well, I wanted this kind of like, and we looked at also some other like personal development books that, that become very successful. So I wanted this kind of sun, cloud, sky type of image. And we were going through looking at different things. And then I saw this one. I was like, oh, this is perfect. And you know why this is perfect? Because it has the four elements in it. The sky, which is air, the sun, which is fire, the mountains, which are earth, and the and the stream, which is water. So, of course, you know, I'm, I'm, if you've been listening to the show, you know I talk all the time about the archetypal elements, earth, air, fire, water, and their relationship to heart, mind, body, and spirit. So that's how I got the cover image. And then it was, all right, one of the things you do to get yourself a successful book is get testimonials from people. You ask people, even before the book is finished, would they be willing to write a testimonial for you for your book? So we came up with a sample chapter and I went out to people that I knew from the Evolutionary Business Council. Now, like Laura herself is in the Evolutionary Business Council. You, 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 most of my loyal listeners know I've interviewed many, many people. Pat is a member of it. I've had many of those people on my show. And so who did I ask for testimonials? Of course, my soul tribe, people from the EBC, a couple of other people too, but primarily the EBC. And I was so thrilled at the responses I got back. And I'll just tell you one story about it quickly. I need to go to break, but there was one woman and, and her testimonials in her, her name's Deborah Poneman. She's been in the transformational space for decades, decades. She was Deepak Chopra's coach before Deepak Chopra, anybody knew about him, before he was the thing. 
And I was waiting to get a testimonial from her. And she said, oh, I'm a, I got a launch. I'm busy. I'll get it to you. I'm like, okay, you know, we have some time, whatever. And then we're getting down to the week and wanting to finish up the manuscript. And I emailed her and I said, Deborah, I would love to get your testimonial. And she said, okay, wait, uh, I'll get it to you. I just need a little more time. I'm like, okay. And then it was either like a Thursday or a Friday. I, I got the email from her with her testimony. And she goes, you know, Sam, I don't like to give testimonials unless I actually read the book for what I'm, I'm giving the testimonial from. She goes, I stayed up last night reading it until two o'clock in the morning. It was so engaging. I loved it. This is such a wonderful book. Here's my testimonial. And she wrote a wonderful testimonial. And I was floored. I was amazed that she wrote what she said because if someone like Deborah, who's been in and around this stuff, who knows some of the most you know, well-known people in the transformational space, if she saw value in my book, oh, it made me feel so good about what I had put together. Because when it's your own thing, when it's your own baby, you're never quite sure. You're, you know, am I fooling myself? Is it really good? Is it not good? You, you don't know. You really don't. But as I started getting the feedback and getting the testimonials from people I really respected, oh, then I knew, then, then I, I really started to feel good about, mm, I got something here. This is something really valuable. And I'll tell you what happens next. After we come back, you're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day.
And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on talkradio.nyc and all over Facebook Live. And I am so grateful and joyful for everybody joining me today as I talk about my journey in writing my first, very first book, published book, Everyday Awakening, You Are More Powerful Than You Know, coming out on November 17th, launch day. I'm going to be doing, I'll be all over, I'll be doing lives, I'll be doing interviews, all kinds of stuff. Um, It's really wonderful. And I've been talking up up until now about sort of my journey and putting it all together. And I mentioned about, you know, collecting testimonials from our friends at the EBC and my friend Pat on the Facebook Live says, yes, our EBC friends are the best. Uh, I, and, uh, I really, I've been a member for many years, but it's only in the last two or three years that I've gotten active in the group and started going to events and, and so many wonderful experiences with the people. And, and, and so many times when people were there just when I needed them, that it really taught me how this is totally, EBC is totally a soul family for me. Anyway, so I've gotten all these testimonials. Now it's about what? It's about launch. It's, and, and I would really was kind of struggling because some people I knew from business networking introduced me to people who were like, I can guarantee you for $2,500, I can guarantee you to be a number one bestseller on Amazon. And I'm like, okay, but is it worth it? I, I've already got Laura helping me with the marketing. What do I do? And I talked to somebody who's a business associate of mine and, and he was very insightful. He said, you know, when I hear someone's a bestseller, unless it's a New York Times bestseller, that's a whole totally different league. But when I hear someone's a bestseller, he said, it doesn't really mean that much to me. But when I ask, because my next question to them is always, well, how many books did you sell? And I thought, ah, he goes, I want to see you making money off your book and selling a lot of copies of the book, not just being a bestseller. And I said, yeah, but then I talked to other people and say, yes, however, when you become a bestseller on Amazon, then you use that fact that you're a bestseller to help you to sell more books. Got it. So I decided to to not do that bestseller campaign, but just doing my own marketing, doing a, just a, a launch for it. And this is where, and actually I had to pick a launch day, right? So, so the manuscript's ready in August. When do I want to launch it? I wanted originally to launch it like the end of September, beginning of October to give me enough time to get the marketing together and doing stuff. But as my loyal listeners know, I believe in the energy of things. I believe in the astrology and numerology that why not use it to our advantage? So I went to a good friend of mine, Fred, and I was like, Fred, I'm coming out with my first book. I want to make sure... I'm I'm picking a good day to come out with it. I'm looking at end of September, beginning of October. Can you look at the, my chart and tell me like, what's a good time? And he was looking, we talked about it a little bit and he goes, well, do you have some flexibility with that date? And I was like, yeah, sure. Come out with any time I want. He goes, cause and I go, why? He goes, well, Mars is in retrograde until the beginning of November and Mars rules publishing. So you don't really want to come out with publish something new while Mars is in retrograde. You're much better off doing it after Mars goes direct. So could you do it in November? And I was like, okay, I guess so. It'll give me a little extra time to get the marketing together and stuff. And so we looked at thing and and what what phase is the full moon in and and where things are. So I thought you know a Tuesday is probably a better day than a Monday to come out with it, but it gives you the week. So we we came up with November seventeenth. 
Okay. November 17th wanted to come out with it sooner. It'll be after the election, but Hey, could be a good time to come out with it. Then a, few, a couple of weeks later, I was going to the supermarket in my neighborhood and I bumped into my good friend, Julian Michael, who's a numerologist extraordinaire. I've had him on my show. He used to be, a, he used to call in regularly and give his pearls of the day about the number of the day. And so I told him all about it. I showed him on my phone, the book cover. And, and I was like, I just want to know November 17th, would that be a, a good day to come out with the book? And he goes, oh yeah, one in seven is eight, which is in the prosperity, abundance and this and that. And he was like, yeah, a good day. And I was like, oh, whew. so I was like, astrologically, it's a good day. Numerologically, it's a good day. Wonderful. Thank God. All right. So I was feeling really good about it. So I'm getting together the marketing. I'm working with my friend, Laura, pulling it all together. And then I started to compile a list. I went through all of my contacts in, in my uh, uh, Google account, downloaded everything, went through it. Who did I know? Even if it had been a while since I spoke to them, who like I had a good relationship with, who I thought liked me and, and would, would be willing to support me. And I created up a few lists, but I added up something like 550 people. I couldn't believe it was that many people that I, at least I felt comfortable enough asking them if they would support the book launch. And so I started emailing people, asking them, hey, I have a favor to ask of you. I'm coming out with my first book. Would you be willing to be a supporter? And I've gotten back so many wonderful, positive responses that I have over a hundred people on my list right now saying, yes, I'm willing to support you. And I just like, oh, I couldn't believe it. I, I, I mean, I can believe it. I love it. It, made, it makes my heart sing that, that so many people are willing to support me. And I actually know why. And I'll tell you what the secret is. Because I have been showing up for other people for so long without really asking anything in return. I mean, there are people back from when I was doing real estate, before I was the conscious consultant even, who know me and know I was authentic and I was caring and I, I was there um, trying to help them. And even though things didn't work out, they remembered who I was. Same thing with people in the EBC. The EBC is all about helping other thought leaders, you know, sharing our influence and helping people to, to, to have success. But I've just been showing up, having people come on my radio show, showing up in support, helping with organizing events and stuff. In my friend Cynthia's terms, I've been making lots of deposits, lots and lots and lots of deposits all over the place for years, for years. And this is the first time I'm asking anything in return. So people, I believe they're happy to support me because they've seen me just showing up in service. My life is about service. My life is about helping people. If I'm not helping to make people's lives better in some way, I am not fulfilling my mission. I do not feel good. So the reason why I'm telling you this whole story and letting you know about all of this, of course, do I want to promote my book? Absolutely. Who doesn't? I'm, I'm thrilled about it. I want to share this with people. And I want to sell more books, of course, absolutely. But I'm hoping you get something out of this story today to encourage you, to let you know what it's like, so that if you 
go out and decide, hey, I want to write a book. I want to do what Sam's done. You have a model. You have a structure, an outline, something you can follow. And and if you want to reach out to me and you want my advice and my help, I've been through it. I can definitely support you in the process as well. And and I see before uh, my dear friend and loyal listener, Sanaya, said that, yes, she has a few children's books and poetry book in her spirit. She's been taking her time, but with the pandemic, it's given her time to pick up the interest again. I'm glad, Sanaya, you should definitely do it. If, if you listened to my show a couple of weeks ago with Dr. Anthony Manna about children's books, very, very important. Uh, Pat says she looks forward to my book. Thank you. So one last time. November 17th. Please wait. Don't order the book early because Amazon tracks. One of the things I learned, Amazon tracks how many books you sell within a certain period of time. So the more books you sell within a day, that's what determines whether you're a bestseller or not. So what I'm asking people to do, look, I'm, I'm, I'm making it real easy for you. The Kindle version is only 99 cents until the day after launch. The paperback, $19.99, just because paperbacks are expensive to print. I personally like paperbacks as I like being able to flip flip through it and read it and hold it. Everyday Awakening. Uh, if you go to everydayawakeningbook.com, it'll take you right to the listing. Please wait until November 17th. Order your copy, whichever version you want then. After you order it, you go to theconsciousconsultant.com. Click on Sam's book or it's theconsciousconsultant.com slash everyday-awakening and it'll take you right to my bonus page and you'll get literally a couple of thousand dollars worth of discounts and bonuses, free gifts for you is my way of saying thank you for supporting me. My, my real desire and hope and intention behind this book is it reaches as many people as possible. I think we have a real chance for this to go viral, for it to touch people around the world, to empower them, to uplift them, to support them in their own process. Please share it. Please ask your friends to share it. Please get it out there. Look through. You can see it on Amazon already. You can look through what people have said about the book. I want this to get out there because I want to support more people. I want to help more people. I want to be there for more people. Help me to be there for more people. Share it with your friends. I hope they will tell you that they're grateful that you did share it with them. If you'd like to become one of my inner circle supporters, just email me, sam at the consciousconsultant.com. Email me and say, hey, Sam, send me the information. I'm happy to email for you. I'm happy to do some uh, social media posts for you. If you're willing to do that, it would mean the world to me. Thank you so much. Thank you, my loyal listeners. Thanks for tuning in today. Please stay tuned. Coming up next on talkradio.nyc, it's Ken Foster's show, uh, Voices of Courage, followed later today at 5 p.m. with Antonia's show, So Now You Know. And this evening at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, Graham Dobbins is having on, Graham Dobbins is having on our friend Teresa Degrobois on The Mind Behind Leadership. That'll be a wonderful show as well. Thank you all for tuning in. I will be back next week with another EBC friend, Whitney Gordon Mead. I hope you'll tune in for that. Everyone take care. We will talk to you next week.
listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a curious person, always asking questions? Do you desire to be in the know? Then join me, Antonia, host of So Now You Know, Thursdays at 5 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. Listen in as I attempt to satisfy that curiosity. I will be talking with amazing everyday people. Join the fun. So Now You Know on Thursdays at 5 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you listeners looking to boost your business. Why not advertise on Talk Radio NYC with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply send us a message on our website, talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID 19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.